2: This is the Uncontested Podcast covering the Oklahoma City Thunder. This podcast is ran by Jacob, Nick, Justin, Taylor, and Kamiar. Listen to future episodes on your favorite podcast streaming service like iTunes or Spotify. And don't forget to leave a five star rating.
0: This is Lou You're listening to the Uncontested.
3: What is up? Welcome to the Uncontested Podcast. We are a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network, the official podcast of BoomTownHoops.com, live on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. If you listen to the podcast version of this that we're dropping late Sunday night. Hello, what's up? Welcome. I am your host for the evening, Jacob Niffin. I've got Justin Peabody along for the ride tonight.
1: Hello, everybody.
3: We have Taylor Peterson
4: in the building. What up?
3: Kamiar Morabian, just got done eating Panera
4: every time i see uh taylor i i like to think of his name and say it backwards like Taylor teeterson i'm a big fan <laughs> of that
1: mm-hmm. i thought you were gonna say you instantly realize you're speaking to the most handsome member that of the is right population. justin yeah. is
4: officially my new unconsciously favorite. yeah just justin, justin just was just gonna split he Sorry, was gonna no, he, no. Was, he was gonna get the yeah, he's gonna give the head nod to Nick over being the most attractive one out of the group, it's and the eyebrows subconsciously it's the eyebrows. Uh, it's a Taylor instead. So yeah,
3: Ooh, Ooh. Taylor's winning. We have a special guests joining us tonight: the editor in chief of the Vista, the UCO newspaper. Yes, a freelancer for the Norman
2: Transcript. Yes,
3: and voice you here at the beginning of every uncontested podcast because he does yes. the intro.
2: We have Jacob Silva along with us tonight. Hello, very excited to be here. You know, coming out of the woodwork once again for, for a Sunday night episode. <laughs> we love I was it. hoping
3: <laughs> you'd just
1: rattle off the, the script again. Yeah, sure.
4: If I uh, take if I take my hat off, does it look like we're the kind of the same person at the bottom? Yeah, it does. Actually, it's uh, really weird. Jacob, special
2: request. Can you lower my voice by like a few octaves in post so I, that way I don't sound exactly like uh, Kamiar? <laughs> <laughs> the People are going to get confused with Put you and Kamiar listening live. They're going to get
3: confused watching the live stream of you and Kamiar uh, because you look like brothers even though your ancestors are from literally different hemispheres. Yeah, the I'm the one the
4: with bad takes. He's the, he's the good one. Or is he?
3: (laughs) We'll see. I love it. I love it. All right, guys. Well, we have some NBA stuff to talk about. Before we get there, though, a few things we want to let you guys know about. First off, we've alluded to it on our past two post-game podcasts, if you've listened to those two. Uh, The one that I did was the win against Atlanta. And then, of course, whenever Justin runs a post-game, complete ass beating against the Denver Nuggets. But Justin and I have referenced it. Um, this has been in the works for a little bit now, but we are excited to announce that starting this coming Wednesday against the Dallas Mavericks for the rest of this season, the uncontested post-game podcast will still be in your podcast feed like normal. If you like listening in the morning after on your ride to work or whatever, it's still there. But our post-game podcast will now be recorded live on the Locker Room app So if you are familiar with the Locker Room app, you know how it works. If you are not, we will be going live on Locker Room. You can download the Locker Room app, uh, make an account, and it's essentially a live audio uh, place where people can go talk sports. So we will be going live on there after every Thunder game. We will do our post-game show there. And what's really cool is if you are listening to us live, you can actually click a button And we can bring you on to the episode and you can talk to us and ask us your questions in real time rather than sending us Twitter questions. So it's a really awesome way for us to interact with you guys. And we are super excited about it. So we want to give you guys um, uh, uh, some word I'm looking for some motivation to join locker room. So if you already have the app, uh, go ahead and do this. If you don't make an account, but make sure you follow the MBA group and the OKC Thunder Group on Locker Room. Uh, screenshot it and send it to us. Reply to us on the tweet that we'll be dropping uh, later Sunday night uh, with all these instructions. And we're going to pick a few of you who signed up for the app. And we're going to send you one of our free new Dortal Combat T-shirts. If you haven't Fire. seen the shirt Shut up, call me Yeah. Great idea by Moneymaker. These shirts are dope. I
4: shake my money maker. They look
3: Awesome. <laughs> Why we keep you on the pod. Yes. Good idea, Sean. We will
1: send
4: out
3: one pumpkin. Yes. uh, Sean asks in the chat, will we uh, send out the links? Yes. Um, We will have those links up uh, after every post game. We'll send out a link tonight on Twitter on how you guys can download and get in on the contest. But we're going to pick a handful of you guys and ship you a free Dortal combat shirt. If you haven't seen the Dortal combat shirts, go to our Twitter handle. You can find them there. They are freaking awesome. If you don't win one, you can still buy one. Uh, They're pretty cheap. Is that right, Justin? Um, they
1: were, I think for, for a few days, I think they're $13 <laughs> for a limited time only. And, and then, then back to 20. I, I don't know. Yeah. 20 bucks. Something okay. Like so just still Nine not
3: t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and idea cracked by Kamiar, uh, executed by Justin. They are awesome shirts. We've also got the Lutang shirts up for sale and the SGA shirts. So, but make sure you go down Pokemon. Pokemon and Pokemon and Pokemon. What am I doing?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
3: Hey, been killing uh, in the 25th G anniversary of Pokemon. If you guys didn't know, apparently he that's turned a into card.
4: a god once he went to the bubble. Yeah, no yeah, kidding. Hey, he do. Do. Well, hey, we'll will we'll mention that here
3: in a second. He's been yeah. <laughs> And, and the but, OKC
5: Blue announced that you can officially watch the rest of the Blue regular regular season games for what that's worth, the rest of the regular season bubble games um, on the Thunder website and Thunder app if you're yep. in, mm. if you are in Oklahoma, so you don't you have do to that. go to like ESPN Plus. Or, and a lot of
3: their games are at ten thirty a.m. So production in Oklahoma just went down the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> So, but so make sure you guys sign up for the Locker Room app. Oh we will be gosh. starting this Wednesday uh, with our post game show after the Dallas Mavericks. We're actually having a Dallas Mavericks guest on with us. Taylor will be hosting that episode, and we will be live on Locker Room, so you can listen in live right after the game. You can ask your questions instead of sending them in. You can actually like physically ask them. So we're really excited about it. Um, so make sure you guys download download the Locker Room app. Uh, check out our tweet. Send us your screenshot so we can enter you to win uh, a t-shirt so we're pretty excited about that with all of that being said make sure you guys yes locker room is free to join sorry someone in chat just asked that it is free to join uh, and it is awesome there's our, it's our- free to listen to us yeah <laughs> we right. aren't
5: charging you guys anything or yep. anything crazy like that
1: it's pretty cool it's like you can ask questions in the discussion just like we do on our live streams just like you ask twitter questions you can submit them in writing or like Jacob mentioned, we can bring you up on stage. You can speak it into your phone. And so it's kind of like a, you know, like a radio call in show where you get to actually right. ask your question live and we can answer it right there. I call you, a yard it's bird. It, it's you out of
5: hand a yard bird. We can boot you back down to the, <laughs> come
3: to here, tough
4: <laughs> guy. Come in Santa my face.
3: <laughs> it's going to be a blast. We're excited. So, uh, yeah, that goes live on Wednesday night. So just so you guys are aware and, uh, and no but download the app come hang out with us it's going to be a blast. Also, for those of you in the chat tonight keep asking those questions. We have a segment tonight where we're going to scroll through the chat and answer all of your questions as well. So get them in in the chat. We'll get to them soon. Gentlemen, with that being said, let's dive in to some thunder basketball this past week. OKC went 2 and 2. They lost. They kind of they bookended the week with losses. They started the week with a loss to the Heat on Monday night. They ended the week last night, getting absolutely thumped by the Denver Nuggets. And in between was sandwiched two wins: uh, a game winner by one Lugens Dort against the San Antonio Spurs, and then uh, a pretty solid, uh, really leading for most of the game win against the Atlanta Hawks. My question for you: What is the takeaway from this past week? What, what have you seen this past week? What's stuck out that you think is
4: significant when this with this team? Shea's pretty good. Mm. Uh, and the Atlanta <laughs> Hawks pulled the plug on the rebuild like two seasons too early.
1: The Atlanta Hawks are bad at the sport of basketball.
4: I just don't get that's, it, man.
1: That's a big takeaway. Um, I think the Spurs win looks good until you realize how many people were They're out missing. for the Spurs. Mm-hmm. They, they were pretty shorthanded. So yeah, they were two short-handed,
3: and the Thunder still had to hit a buzzer beater to beat them.
1: Right, two wins in a row, but you know, not the best competition. Uh, losing to the Heat and losing to the Nuggets. Man, that loss to the Nuggets was that was just, bad. It was wire to wire. It was brutal. And
3: three minutes in. And you knew it was over. Three minutes in, and pretty Justin, much. who had the post game, was just thinking, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every time.
1: This again? Every time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We, uh, you know,
3: we should actually reach out to the Thunder organization and Sam Presting and tell them, hey, yeah. if you want a tank and get that number one overall pick. Cut the check. I'll cover every game.
5: There you go. We got a, a guy. Pass. Michael Cage, you're out. And will like, we'll re-jinx And Justin. you butcher every game. The win.
3: It, if, if they want a Michael Cage replacement, they need Taylor, because he'll just ruin That's every name true. he That's says.
1: True. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the way Michael Cage said Bobo. You just bull, forgot bull, the bull. L. Bobo. And it really made me want some Bobo's chicken.
4: But <laughs> one of my favorite, forever favorite Cageisms is when, and I'm sure some of you guys know where I'm going with this, is when somebody went up, I think it's Aaron Gordon, went to lay it up, and the ball went on the back of the rim, back iron, and it rolled around the rim, and it rolled off onto the floor. And uh, Michael Cage was like, oh, man, he got a rim job. And I was, like, <laughs> yes. thinking, hey, it's did like this guy just today. say this? I was like, did this guy just say this on, like, regional, I guess, TV? not on the oh, court. Oh, my God. <laughs> the door,
5: where, door, uh, gosh. I'm reading comments and stuff now. Doris Burke uh, had that segment today during the Celtics game, the uh, or not Celtics goodness, the Bucks uh, Bucks game, where <laughs> she was talking about drivers or Giannis driving to the rim. I can't talk today. Um, just like Dort and Shaq like we were talking about earlier. Anyways, um, if you guys haven't seen that video yet, go and look it up because it's it pretty hilarious. She
3: was like, "You got to come hard. It's more room. important car to hunt, come hard than come fast." And I was <laughs> <it's> just like, <laughs> "Doris, just oh my it. gosh." <laughs> It was hey man. it was wild. Sunday. Yeah. Um, Sunday, Michael Cage, also the guy that said, "Now that's a pocket pass. When you pass to somebody in the paint, that's a pocket pass." And I was like, "Bro, that is not a pocket pass. How did you play <laughs> NBA basketball?"
5: That is not how that works.
1: I love it it's, I love so it's,
5: so, much. Uh, so so. There uh, it was. I guess clean <laughs> glass. Five thirty eight. Um, that's all Uh 538 came out with an article. It was after Shay's career high night against the Spurs earlier this week, um, talking about just his production in general and specifically him driving to the basket, which we've talked about, um, so much over the past couple of weeks, really on this podcast, but there were some stats that really kind of put everything to perspective that I found really interesting. Shay currently leads the league with 25.4 drives per game, like we've mentioned, but that would, that is on pace to break the record. Um, that it would be the highest uh, drives to the basket per game since 2013, 2014. Mm. It's also only four drives per game less than the Portland trailblazers does as, as an entire team.
4: Wow. Uh, mm.
5: It's pretty oh. wild. He's shooting 55.1% from the field um, out of his record-setting drives and 51.4% after three or more dribbles, which is pretty interesting as well. And then Jacob mentioned adding, I think the most exciting thing just to kind of, you guys should go, uh, you know, I I could pretend to be like some of those national guys or like, you know, I went on cleaning the glass and and, uh, Synergy (laughs) and looked up the Raptor and the, the, yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, No, I just went to 538.com and read this awesome article and they already did all the work for you. So you guys should go and do that as well. (laughs) With They're that being nice. said, too. Work smarter, not harder. That, that's exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, I was listening to both Justin and Jacob's uh, post-game podcast from the, the past two games today as I was catching up on my podcast. And one thing that, Jacob, I think that you mentioned that's really important is you know, obviously we know how, how crafty and skilled Che is at getting to the basket. But what stood out to me the most this week in those games where he went off, you know, he had 31 against the Cavs here a while back. Now he had his career high of 41 uh, or 42 uh, against the Spurs, like I mentioned. That step back three and that three point shot, the the off the dribble three, the step back three, it it opens his game. Not only is he hitting it more consistently, but it's opening his game so much more, and, and it's just allowing him to drive to the basket at will, like he was. And there's just not very many people who can stop him because they aren't yeah. sure how to guard him now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, and like I, I said, it's almost Harden-esque.
3: I, I said on my post game, you know, if he can start hitting that three off the screen and making people step up on that screen or go over the top to guard him he becomes like Harden-esque offensively. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it, it, it really is. It sounds is. like
1: a hot take, but it's not that hot. Like, yeah,
3: I mean, I'm not saying he's going to score like, you know, 40 a night like Harden or whatever. Sure. But whenever you have to go over that screen to guard him, he is so good going to the basket that, I mean, it, it becomes like a Harden-style offensive player. Um, okay. Another thing I wanted to mention from this week, uh, we, we've talked a lot about Shea here, and rightfully so, Ty Jerome makes his thunder debut this season. For 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 the Thunder, you know, this I meant to say this week, not this season. Uh he's played two games, got called up from the G League after the news that Hamadou Diallo would not be uh playing until after the All-Star break. What are you guys' thoughts on Ty's performance in his first two games in a Thunder uniform?
5: Ty looks good. He looks like he's, he's gained some confident, confidence confidence about being in the bubble and rehabbing from that injury. And you know, we made the joke, like the, the entire thunder fandom, thunder Twitter was making the joke. Like is Ty Jerome actually a real person? Because we never even like got to really see him while he was rehabbing. He's like, uh, he's like you. yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But you know, watching him in the bubble and I think this is probably him just getting his legs back under him, but it, I, I didn't expect that he'd be able to come to the NBA and, and do what he was doing down there uh, against NBA level talent. And, and he did, he's proven those first two games that he can do that. Now, like, like Justin and Jacob both mentioned you guys guys' post games, that's going to change uh, once defenses start to adjust to him. And he's actually in a scouting report. They have a little more film on him. Um, but I've been really impressed so far. He definitely looks to get others involved. Uh, he definitely likes to drive to the rim, uh, not like Shea, but he likes to drive to the rim, like Shea likes to drive to the rim. Um, he needs to work on that jumper defense, you know, can use a little work, but overall I'm pretty impressed with Ty.
2: I think a lot of Thunder fans came into the season and saw that we had uh, Justin Jackson on our roster and they were like, Oh, that guy's kind of nice. He's a, he's underrated. He can make threes and stuff. But I think that's actually just Ty Jerome. Rome. Like uh, <laughs> I, I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be what we had hoped Justin Jackson might turn up, uh, end up being uh, on this young Thunder roster. Hope he yes. just, Shoots a solid percentage from three, like play good defense, make the right pass. That's all we can really ask. He about. reminds
3: me a little of Teo in the sense that he's he's a floor general, but he's kind of conservative. He doesn't do no. real flashy stuff. He just plays hard. He makes the correct pass, not the flashy pass. Uh he shoots the three when it's open. He's I mean and
1: looks really comfortable. That was the yeah. thing that struck me as like for a guy that, you know, like we said, hasn't really even sniffed the lineup until the last two <clears> games, these two games, he looked really comfortable out there. He didn't look like a guy. He didn't look like I would look if I was getting my first NBA minutes where yeah. I'd be like <laughs> pissing down my leg. Like he, Pulling he a Reggie like, Jackson
3: and throwing up at the scores table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he like he out there. Yeah, One thing up. about
5: Ty Jerome is he plays so slow. And I remember the timeline guys warning me and Jacob about that. When we were talking about the Chris Paul trade, um, back prior to the beginning of the season, but he really, it's almost like he's moving in slow motion out there, which work, kind of works to his advantage.
3: Yeah. No, it's it's fascinating. Um, one other thought that I had uh, of this past this past week of Thunder Basketball, and if you guys have any more thoughts, please throw them out there. The, the roller coaster of Darius Baisley
6: mm-hmm. continues. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that game against the Spurs. So bad. Was awful. His body language was terrible, and then he came out Friday and played one of his best games of the season, maybe his best game of the season, you know. And so the it, the up and down nature of him uh, that that continues, but like Justin mentioned on his post game pod after the the Denver game, two two good games for him in a row now. Uh, they have two more games before the break. So I'm interested to see how he plays against Dallas and San Antonio on the back-to-back, gets a week off, and then comes back. And in the second half of this season, can he find some consistency? Can he string, like Justin mentioned, five, ten games together where he's playing a, a consistent, a consistently well brand of basketball? I mean, he could be consistent and just miss every damn shot he takes. That's not the consistency <laughs> we're looking for, though, right? I'm interested right. to see, can can he string together multiple good games and, and start to piece this thing Together, you know,
5: yeah. So one yep. thing that I thought was really interesting, Justin, that you brought up on last night's post game. What about playing Baisley a little more at the three? Yes. I mean, I, I know they're playing essentially positionless basketball, right? But yes, playing Basley alongside like a Roby um, yes. and alongside like an Al all off the same time, and have Baisley primarily at the wing. I really like that idea, and I think that that yes. to your point, Justin, that could really kind of play towards his strengths. Um, he can shoot the ball from outside when he has it going. We've seen him prefer to drive to the basket he can still get down low and protect the paint and and get some rebounds. But I think his strengths really, uh, I I think that fit really well with this team in certain lineups when he's playing the three.
1: Yeah. You can see him like in certain matchups at the four, he he does well, but in certain ones, I mean, he just gets roughed up. He's just not strong enough yet to hold his own. in a lot of those four matchups that he gets stuck in now three, I, my question would be, you know, is he, is he quick enough for some of those guys that he'd be stuck on right. playing the three? I think that that would be a concern, but overall I, I would like to see him get some more minutes at three and just see what he can do with it. Like I I think he could be that long lanky wing scorer type role versus, you know, getting more action down in the post
4: other than SGA. Wouldn't you be putting all of your shooting really in the front court then since Dort's, basically coming back to point. earth with his three yeah. point shot and Bayes is never going to be a great three point shooter so like you know he, he still opens yeah. the floor up kind of you yeah, have bigs in the corners now op, letting right. them operate but i don't know if Bayes is athletic enough to get those spin moves off against guys that are faster than him
1: yeah that's that's, that's, that's a good, good point that's a great that's a point, point. And, and my biggest concern would be what do you do what do you do with the backcourt like what lineup does that make a lot of sense because I, I really like the SGA Teo Dort lineups right. and you can't play Bayes at the three in yeah. that setting. Uh, I like the SGA two point guard lineups, even if it's not whoever whoever's alongside him. And so that, that gets a little more complicated. Um, but I like it. I like it from a developmental perspective of, of getting Bayes some more burn at the three. I I'm, i w- I would like to see that. I, I agree. Always,
2: yeah, I always think about watching Terrence Ferguson have a bad night, and you could like just see the confidence like leaving his body on the court. And, that's a and, perfect. And, and yeah, the perfect next reason. game, next game, he would not, he wouldn't come back and and swing for the fences really. But I, I, that's why I like like seeing what Bayes did the two games after that: eighteen yep. points, twenty-two points. Now, some of you in the chat may say, "Well, he was a minus thirty-three in the most recent <laughs> game," but you know that happens. Sometimes.
1: The entire starting <laughs> unit was roughly minus yeah. thirty last yeah, night. Right. I think. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good
5: point. You know, I have yeah. mentioned Andre Robertson in the past, Silva. So, uh, um, you know, guys who definitely seem to be mental um, in in the sense that, you know, they, they let the game affect them mentally, and you can just see it in their body language. Uh, we definitely saw that earlier in the week with Baisley when he had some of those tough games, and then you see him just smiling um, throughout the game and even in the game. Like, I think of that big dunk he had. Was that also against the Spurs where he had that monster yeah. uh, that monster dunk where he yeah. drove to the rim? like. You know, did a uh, move the ball around it. yeah, a little, yeah, double it, clutch, it, it double clutch yeah, up yeah, that, in the that air was at and, the end
3: of that Atlanta game, yeah. Or it was Atlanta, oh, yeah,
5: okay, that's yeah. right. Um, but you just saw him smiling ear to ear and, uh, much more, I think, much better body language overall than what we saw at the beginning of the week, where he's basically like declining, uh, high fives and just kind of standing in the corner. Um, it yeah, dunks and are hopefully fun, comes man, with maturity, too, because you know, we, we, yeah, right, yeah, dunks are fun. I would I've been people 80. too
4: if I could dunk. <laughs> I'd love to. That's dumb. fair. That's yeah. fair.
5: Very good.
3: Uh, Any more thoughts on this past week? We got it.
5: Sean's gonna be super upset, it, but I actually have this one typed up already. Speaking of point guards,
3: yeah, Tayo had Tayo
5: twelve assists. Mm. Yeah, he did twelve assists, a Thunder rookie record. I believe he tied James Harden. Is that right? Or I'm making that did up? he tie it or did he beat James? Maybe Harden. he did beat it. Maybe he beat James. All right. Yeah, so he, um,
3: he had a he yeah. had a pass in that game where he was on the left wing. He drove in, crossed over to the right hand in the paint, looked to the elbow, and then threw like a no-look no righty bounce pass to the baseline cutter. And yep. like it legit got me out of my chair. I was like, ooh, <laughs> Teo can do that? that was, well, that and then was he the scored flag. in the basketball too. Yeah. and it's, Not to get too off topic from Teo here. I keep saying this. He is a very conservative point guard, right? He There's nothing flashy about the dude. And it's funny that the Thunder drafted him and drafted Poku, who was like draft. the flashiest guy in the world, right? I mean, this dude's in the G League, throwing <laughs> over the back passes, oh, jumping out of bounds for alley it That U, was amazing.
4: Know? Teo's done. Teo doesn't even wear any like sleeves or anything. Mm-hmm. It's like he's it's like on my well, player on two K, very, and he very just very like Tony selected Parker. the most generic person, even with his with his haircut. It's i uh, I'd like to see Teo uh, express himself a little bit more, like. Poku at least has his daggum fanny pack and jumpsuits. <laughs> he got
3: would it not just surprise the crap out of you to see Teo like go to the basket and like get a dunk or something and turn around and just start talking trash in someone's face? <laughs> I would
1: love that so much.
4: <laughs> I like, you would. You just see him super pumped up. He is getting a lot of confidence down there. I'm excited to see not- what, what happens when he comes back.
3: Yeah, still not shooting the ball worth a shit. Right. But everything right. else has been a lot of fun. A yeah. lot I'm of to fun. hit free throws. Yeah, magical that, things can great, happen like behind the back and then yeah. lay up. like that's the kind of shit I try at pickup <laughs> that ends up being like a six step <laughs> yeah, travel.
4: Here's the deal. Magical things always happen when, you, when you're playing with a dude named Moses. And I don't think you ever play with a dude named Moses. We need so to find like, a
3: friend named Moses who's vaccinated yeah. and invite him to play pickup.
4: Yeah, that's fine. Hey, Moses Brown
3: has
5: been tearing it up. Yeah, he has. And like yeah. a lot of it is because he he's good. Good. so much more physically dominant than his competition yeah there you watch like you watch happen. the highlights he real tall. moses brown he and tall poku guy.
1: out there it's just it looks unfair it's yeah. like it's two, in seven, college
5: i think you bring in yurt seven
1: another yeah, seven then you have yurt seven so in college i'm yeah i'm six foot seven for those listening my roommate okay, and, weird flex
3: but all right no, okay flex. it's
1: it's relevant um <laughs> i don't know roommate, where this is going my roommate in college was also six, seven and we, we just like ran train in intramurals because you can't compete with that. And and that's what Poku and Moses Brown look like in the G league. It's just, they're, they're, they're like the kids in the YMCA league growing up that just like hit puberty before everyone else. And (laughs) they're just like two heads taller. It's not fair.
4: I thought Yurt seven was skinnier. Uh, more along the lines of a yurt four, but <laughs> we're in the size yurt seven is good. Um, yeah, Nate cool doesn't want to talk been. about the Rockets pick. And I think I think a lot of people are concerned about the Rockets pick. We were talking about the Rockets pick before, yeah, we're, we, were. before we started recording. I'm getting yep. very, very uh uncomfy about even getting that Rockets pick, y'all. It don't yeah. they don't look good. We look will bad We will take
3: that uh, here in just a little bit. We have a section specifically for some of the chat questions. So, Nate, don't worry. We will definitely dive into that. I think that's one of the hottest topics for the Thunder right now. Before we get there, though, uh, we did want to talk about the second half of the schedule has come out. And the Thunder, uh, I think everyone saw this second half of the schedule and said, oh, that's not as bad as what the first half of the schedule was. So my question for you guys is as we get – through the all-star break and we get to the second half of the season with the thunder sitting about five, six seventh in lottery odds right now. Is there a chance that this team goes on a run and
2: really screws over their, their chance at a high pick?
4: Yes.
1: Yes.
2: There is. Yes, I also think, is. I think Sam Presti might shoot him in the foot with a, with a trade, like trade Al, trade George and then don't give us anyone else. That's good. <laughs> that well, might, might be his way of, of doing I literally
4: that. just shoot him in the foot. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> so, so don't you have a seat, gonna put the wrong <laughs> screws in your foot like your Kevin Durant, too. Oh, uh, no.
3: <laughs> Eric oh, no. Horn and I were, were joking about this on Twitter yesterday. Uh, Trevor Reese is going to show up to the practice facility for like, for the first time ever, and Sam Presti is going to open up a drawer that just has like stacks of forged positive COVID tests. He's going to be like, "Oh, <laughs> contact tracing. We're all out for two weeks I'm trying to take those picks."
5: Nope, no need to reschedule. We I
3: it.
1: I think that you're going to you're going to understand in the next few weeks. You you should be able to understand pretty clearly what OKC's end game is for this season, Mm -hmm. whether it's like Silva said, whether it's trades, um, whether it's being more aggressive about resting guys, like there's going to need, if they, if they are really serious about ensuring they end up with a top lottery pick, they're going to have to make some more aggressive measures because the team as currently constructed is not bad enough. It's clear. They're, they're not in the same tier as, The Timberwolves,
4: and that's with George Hill having having been gone for like several weeks already. Like you you just have Al Horford now, and that's before that's before Poceshevski and those dudes come back to the team.
1: Well, yeah, bringing Poku back could help things.
4: Yeah,
3: definitely. Just give
1: him the green light and let him shoot twenty times a game. That'll help.
3: Another thing is just the season's been so weird. You know, I mean, they've played a lot, like like the Spurs game. Probably really should have been a loss if any players. of the stars play or they had played within the past two weeks, right? You know, but they they were off because of of COVID protocol. As we get past the All Star break, and we're seeing both in the NBA and um, nationwide here in America that COVID cases are dropping, more vaccines are going into arms, things are are looking better, and it looks like we finally have a light at an, at the end of the tunnel that may mean that the Fender don't catch a, a team like the Spurs that are missing five guys and playing LaMarcus Aldridge off the bench. It might mean that you know, they don't catch the Atlanta Hawks who are missing like, all their young wings, who are really their promising future. Uh, and those games start to become losses. You know, Silva, you brought up something interesting earlier about the, the idea of making a trade to help this team bottom out. Traditionally, the trade deadline comes right on the tail end of the All-Star break. And the All Star Break, a, a week where no teams are playing, is a chance for GMs to talk. Well, the All Star Break happens this year, and then it's two weeks later. Yeah, is really, the trade really deadline. Really Do you guys think we start to see some trades a little bit before the deadline uh, with the All Star Break coming so early this year?
2: Yeah, I think these. That's I think a lot of these teams use the All Star Break as like a like a realignment period. Like they're resting. They're uh, if you're if you're a team like Boston, you're just trying to get healthy. Um, yeah, for sure. I think we start seeing trades like leading up to All Star and not after.
5: I think we'll see some. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing we're going to see is all the different rumors flying about for two weeks, right? I'm, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of those because to your point, Jacob, um, Niffin, <laughs> got two <laughs> Jacobs tonight. To your point, Jacob, um, GMs are going to be talking. So there's going to be a lot of rumors flying around. But like in terms of Sam Presti looking for offers for George Hill and Mike Moscala and L. Horford. I mean, sure, if the right deal there, he's going to pull the trigger regardless of when that is. But I can see GMs like Sam, again, which this is pretty much, a, from everything we're hearing, it's going to be more of a seller's market um, because there's not going to be a lot of teams looking to offload guys like Al Horfords or George Hills. And so because of that, if you're Sam Preston, you're going to want to wait until almost the deadline, right? To see what the best offer ends up being. Yeah, and deadlines make people that, work, I think, man. Right. Ask I any mean, Deadlines right?
3: make people work, right? It, absolutely. Well,
5: especially
4: thanks. as procrastinators. Yeah. yeah no, but yeah. Sean in the comments, <laughs> an elite is- comment, by the way. <laughs> I would I, I wouldn't trade Poku for Monix, but I'd trade a hamadu Diallo for Monix.
6: Oh,
1: whoa! <laughs> and Tom's the wash, and
4: the washing machine, and the washing machine.
5: <laughs> Uh, but oh, we keep talking man. about this like it's a bad thing. I mean, I, there's some really good things that are happening right now in terms of player development, the system that Dignall and the coaching staff is putting into place that I think will stay and stand um, when Thunder do acquire more young talent to put around SGA in the coming years. Um, you know, I, I forgot what podcast I was listening to. Somebody mentioned almost similar to like the, the Golden State, uh, you know, prior to KD, that kind of system. And then what you have to do now is bring in that young talent, right? And I think that's going to come naturally, to Justin's point, um, through, through trades. I, I really think that's it. Now, if you can't get rid of Al Horford, yeah, maybe you're setting him a, a little more, sitting him a little more yeah. than you are at the beginning of this this first half of the season. Um, but there are a lot of positives to take from the stretch of Thunder basketball as well, and maybe the biggest of those is Shea and that step. He's taken the Thunder development, you know, the other guys, the other youth, and then the the system that's been put in place on both ends of the basketball.
3: Yeah, I agree. Uh, any other thoughts on the upcoming second half of the schedule,
4: guys? Honestly, not like what I keep on finding myself thinking about is the salary floor for next year and how OKC has like nobody worth many dollars. And I keep on finding myself thinking what random free agents OKC is going to end up signing for like. 30 million over three years. Uh, and like wh- what random guys that don't deserve those contracts. Uh, but like, I'm really intrigued to see if the team improves and if they fiddle around with the, with the roster some more, but yeah. I mean, what, what did we say? We definitely said to take the under on like what? 25 games won, Yeah. And, uh, doesn't look good so Not far with, good, their, yeah. with their, with uh, their, schedule easing up.
3: One thing I think that's going to be interesting coming down the stretch, Towards, especially towards the very end of the season, now that the the 10, ten teams can get into the, the playoffs or at least the play-in, I think it's going to make games more competitive down the stretch. There's going to be teams like the Kings who really want to make at least a play-in and a chance yeah. for the playoffs because they've been deprived of it for so long. I think you're going to see teams be a little more competitive down the stretch, except those teams that are explicitly tanking the Detroit Pistons, the the Minnesota Timberwolves, et cetera. Uh, Hopefully Oklahoma City will be in that conversation at that point, fighting for a chance to win a number one overall pick in the draft. But I think you're going to see more competitive games, which may work out to the Thunder's favor if the goal is, and I truly think it does, is to lose games, to maximize your draft pick.
4: I want to see... Mo Bamba or Blake Griffin in OKC. Mm, I like, Either one. I want I like Mo. Just One's an deals. asset. One comes with an asset. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
3: I I had this conversation um, on a podcast today, actually. What is Detroit going to be willing to give up to sell off Blake Griffin? Because it has to be pretty substantial
4: if you are absorbing
3: $40 million in Blake Griffin for next season.
4: Uh, it's Sile Kingler. Here's, here he is a uh, bring him uh, back three and d wing i legend. heard he's shooting really well from three yeah at the corners <laughs> i think
1: we're renaissance
4: yep uh,
3: all right um time for the tank meter mm, yes please let's get to the tank meter
7: Loser! You're a loser! And that means that the number
0: one pick in the NBA draft goes to
3: All right. Silva doesn't know the rules of the tank meter, so so let's lay it out for him. Silva, if the tank the tank meter is like the gas meter in your car. If it's completely full, it means you are full on tanking. You are trying to get the number one pick. If it's empty, you are trying to make the playoffs. So from empty to full, Taylor, where's the tank meter this week?
5: Oh, I mean, after this week and seeing what the Thunder was able to do, especially because of the young guys like Shea and others, not so much because of any of the veterans, we're we're pretty close to full. I'm not gonna say we're all the way full, but you know, like maybe like two days after you fill up your your car tank, and uh, you know the, the needles moved up a little bit from from full, but you're you still have a good week week and a half, two weeks depending on your car. It's kind of where the Thunder are after this week, uh, a pretty impressive week in terms of basketball wise uh, for this OKC team. Uh, except, I guess, maybe could knock it down a little bit just because of how they lost to an elite team in an elite playoff or even a championship contender, I guess you could say, like the Denver Nuggets. Uh, but all that to say, I mean, it's it was a pretty impressive week for for these these young Thunder players.
3: Justin, where are you putting the meter at?
1: I'm going to put the meter at three-quarters of a tank. Uh, you know, full tank would have been going 0-5, which did not happen. Um, but I think that, like we talked about, the the wins that they had, Atlanta, who is bona fide terrible, um, especially on the defensive end, and then a depleted San Antonio Spurs team on a buzzer beater, that's not enough to like make me immediately say like <laughs> they are gonna. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that, <laughs> Um <laughs> Dirty things in the chat. Um, <laughs> it's not enough to make me think that they're like all the, like they're full on too good to tank. But, uh, you know, it, if they were full on tank, they would have gone 0 and 5. But I think that given the results and given who the results were against this week, I'd say about three quarters of a
3: tank.
4: Nice. Right, so I like it. Kamiar, where are you putting the tank at? I think I said a couple weeks ago, like solidly at a six and a half, just because, like, they should be tanking with the roster that they have, right? And that makes a lot of sense. But they somehow keep on winning games. Either they're playing lights out. Uh, Lou Dort is somehow hitting a corner three in the oh my clutch. Gosh, didn't talk about that. Um, yeah, in the clutch, <laughs> so and they tr- and they trusted him with that shot. That play was clearly designed to do do something right. like that with Dort as an option. Um, But then again, they're also going to get their butts kicked, like you saw against Denver. Like they they should lose those games so okc going two and two splitting a week when you thought they probably should have gone one and three or maybe even zero and four considering the amount of talent that atlanta has that okc doesn't uh just because okc hustles hard <laughs> and they have a really good culture of defense and fast breaks um it's just gonna be six and a half because i mean again they should tank because the roster they have muscala should not be dropping 20 a night um but uh here we are
3: uh, before we get to Silva's tank meter, I do want to mention because Comear reminded me of this. Shea Gilgis Alexander completely and totally outplayed Trey Young. And that yes. holds a warm place in my heart, especially after Sam Vicini on The Athletic posted his top young prospects in the NBA and had Shea above Trey Young there as well. Uh, Beautiful. It's, mm-hmm. Love
4: it's that. pretty awesome. All right. Love that. Shea's Silva. got much better hair, too. <laughs> Well, that's not
1: hard. No, he d- he Jacob does. has better hair than Trey Young.
3: All right. Now I feel like we're just trying to be mean here. That's Silva, really mean. if the tank is full, that means the Thunder are full on tanking. If the tank is empty, that means they're trying to make the playoffs. Where do you put them?
2: I'll put it this way. If I'm Jacob Niffin and I'm driving to Grandy's uh, two or three <laughs> times, takes about 15 minutes to get there. Wherever my gas tank is at at that point, that's, that's where we're at. So I'm saying about 70% of the way full. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for also outing me and my frequent trips to Grandy's.
4: Grandy's, yeah, Grandy's. Like gross, man. I respect Grandy's. Grandy's. Is
3: fast the food um cracker barrel is the all The only
4: it. time yeah. I've ever been to Grandy's in my life was when I was eating lunch with Jacob. I've never yeah. been to Grandy's voluntarily. <laughs> me too. Me too. I didn't
1: know that there were any Grandy's that were still operating. The sweet, sweet tea is good. The sweet
4: the sweet tea is good. It probably has like other random like things in it. Sure. Because they probably don't clean it out. Um hey, but yeah. At least
3: I don't stoop as low as going to Del Rancho. Okay. Whoa. Del Rancho. Whoa. I, feel like, I feel like people are gonna judge you really best. hardly for
4: <laughs> choosing so. grandies over Del Rancho. Remember those old I'm commercials with that little kid that I wanted to punch in the face in a cowboy <laughs> outfit? Yeah, he was like steak sandwich supreme steak, and i'm, like, sandwich, oh, supreme. I'm he's punch still around somewhere right in the face he's got to be around he's around yeah, i'm gonna somewhere. find him he's an adult he's, now he's I'm probably on punch him in the face i <laughs> being That's honest right.
6: wow <laughs> all right taylor
3: <laughs> taylor take us on a trip through the live
5: stream chat and let's answer some of the questions that have come through all mm. right we got some good ones but <laughs> there's been a lot of fun ones too uh so i'm gonna have to try and scroll through these the first one is actually from facebook our guy matt clarkson nice. um so Tommy, you mentioned Blake, and he had a follow up to that. Uh, Matt asked, "Would bringing in Blake hurt the tank?" And I no, think what he's crazy. getting at would it hurt, or maybe you know we've seen guys come in and kind of revive their careers. What if Blake does that, and all of a sudden the Thunder winning games?
4: That's a great question from Dan. <laughs> I'd like to point out one time we were playing pickup ball with Matt Clarkson and he reached his leg out quickly so I could not make an entry pass <laughs> and he kicked my ring finger and it's literally never been the same. And that was like seven years <laughs> ago. So, uh, yeah, my finger doesn't, that finger doesn't <laughs> pop anymore. So thanks for that, Matt. Uh, secondly, would he hurt the tank? I think, I don't know. I, I think you treat him like Horford, but he probably rests more. and You probably get a young asset with it. So you still are. A lottery team you may not be the you may not be a bottom five team but neither were the pelicans so i think you hurt your odds yeah but you also get something young and or at least some sort of asset in return with them too so kind of like yes and no ish i don't know hey, what do you guys think
3: let me throw a follow-up in there Kamiar. would you rather the thunder get the number four overall pick in the 2021 draft or would you rather them trade for blake get the number seven pick in this draft but get an unprotected Detroit 2025 pick for taking on Blake.
4: I'd do I like that, that one because Detroit is a garbage franchise <laughs> that occasionally wins, like, <laughs> like you saw with the bad boys. And then when, when you saw with Rip Hamilton and all those other dudes, typically they're not going to be that good. Uh, they're kind of like the Kings where they're just like, they usually put something that sounds good together but never actually comes to fruition. So yeah, I'd do the second one in heartbeat.
3: Interesting. You, okay. You didn't,
4: you didn't like the Josh Smith,
2: Greg Monroe uh, front court coming. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was an experience. experience. <laughs>
3: Didn't they have Greg Monroe and Andre Drummond? Yes, they did. Yes, 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 of course. Towers, that's towers. a lineup good for 1985. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. All right, Taylor, hit
5: yeah. us with another one. So Niner by Nature asks us, is Teo having a better season than Killian Hayes? I think that's a pretty mm. impressive question.
3: Well, Killian hasn't really played. He
2: hasn't game. really played.
4: But based off what we saw from Killian.
2: Yeah, Tao's been better for sure. I He's
4: mean, been Tao... Played- Tao was the one selected on the French national team and not Killian Hayes. Bingo. True.
1: Tao's not flashy like we talked about. I mean, his game... He his needs to wear like, a he boring. needs to wear a
4: shooting sleeve or something. Get a just headband. You get, maybe. You yeah, a some yeah. yeah. You, know, yeah. Like, you go to customize his player on 2K or something.
1: What if he goes all out like Robert Swift on us over the next few years? Oh, Tao if, if
3: yeah. came to training camp next year with a throat tattoo. Yeah, right. I would get it. Like Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, I was about, yeah. oh I
4: was
3: about to say what That's Silva like said. I was about to say, what if he
4: comes by with like Jordan Clarkson style? Like one year he looks, he's just like fresh boy. Next next year he's got like James Johnson throw the tattoo taylor. that'd be <laughs> awesome
5: all right taylor get oh, us next yeah. one so we have a uh, two more that i really want to get to one is okay. from our guy nate sanders that we addressed earlier in the podcast that we would answer and the other one is from a new listener from india it's pretty cool oh, shout out right. yeah we'll get to him um really really cool so the first it's from nate sanders can you guys talk about the rockets pick with them sucking right now and having the hardest remaining schedule it seems like there's a good chance they end of the top three Also, isn't there still like a 50% chance that that pick ends uh, outside of the top five as well? And, you know, to Nate's point, uh, we just talked about locker rooms. I'm getting these notifications now. Um, Three minutes ago, I just got a a notification that somebody went live in a locker room, um, a a chat room titled Rockets are bad. (laughs) And that is well said.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing with the Rockets pick. Like, uh, do I like them to be a little less bad? Yes. But even if they're the worst, it's still a coin flip there's still a good chance that OKC ends up with that pick. So from Mm -hmm. that
3: perspective,
1: bottom out, baby.
3: Yeah. How great
1: great would that be?
3: For the numbers perspective on that, Justin, if the Rockets finish with the worst record, the second worst record or the third worst record in the league, they have a 52% chance at landing a top four pick, a 48% chance of being outside the top four. Yeah. So that means, like you said, it's almost a literal coin flip on if that pick conveys to the Thunder or stays with Houston.
5: Yeah. Hey, something else uh, on, on this point um, that I don't, I, just because we're doing some all star stuff and some other stuff around the round association, I don't know if we'll get to this. It's this a good, good place to plug it in. Victor Aladipo turned down a pretty large extension, largest <laughs> extension he could be offered uh, from the Houston Rockets. Uh, it was reported earlier today by Woj.
3: I so, don't know if there's a lot to read into that because that was kind, a was, formality. Okay. It was kind of a formality. They can only offer so much right now, yeah. Um, so you have to throw it out there anyways, right? Yeah. Like you have to throw it out there anyways. As um, as, yep. but, but we'll we'll see what happens. Um, what what we really need as Thunder fans is for Christian Wood to get back.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: <laughs> Christian Wood and Victor Oladipo to get healthy and help them yeah. win some
2: games. They fell off a cliff when Wood went out.
3: Yeah. Now they just have Jewish boner and it's not very
4: good. Dude. You need to stop. Like why, why is that your main joke? You always go to uh, <laughs> 10 of 10. All right. Uh, Taylor, you said so, you have one more left.
5: Here's a super quick one. When I try and find the one you? I was talking about, um, is Poku ready to come back to the thunder?
4: Oh, hell yeah. I'm care. ready for him to come back to the thunder. Do you see some of those stupid behind the back passes? He thought he was Steph Curry, except Dude, he's I like super Curry. long and white and, can't shoot. I am so ready for
3: him to bring the sauce back to Oklahoma <laughs> Just City. Just like Steph
1: Curry. I don't know. I, I've had a lot of. I kind of want him to stay in the bubble, honestly, because I think the that. goes on for like
3: two more weeks. Right.
1: and And there's something about. If anybody's ever been to Disney, like once you leave Disney, the sheen wears off. I think it could be a little bit of nah, that for Poku. That's what happened
4: well. to Jamal Murray this year.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like when he comes back. Baisley? I think he might. He might try. We got behind Jamal Murray at
4: home. He, he might uh,
1: might try a behind the back pass and just throw it right to the other team. Well, he it, it might be it. a little bit of a you know Cinderella midnight scenario for he him. He
3: did as much at the beginning of the season. Remember, he threw that behind the back pass that went right. like directly out of bounds. Also, right. we've been talking about uh, Poku, and I haven't got to do this yet.
6: <laughs> Alexis <focus laughs> <on. Let's go. laughs>
4: Poke man. man, oh, that's awesome! I'm freaking, I genetic. like, but I like the confidence. That's all that. That's all I care about right 100%. now. 100%. Like True. in in a year, if he's still like not progressing at all, but he still has the same confidence, that's all I care about. Like Terrence Ferguson, the guy yeah. has a lot of athletic ability, but no confidence. So therefore, yeah. shot Abdul yeah. Abdul Nader he slimmed down and got more athletic and didn't have as much ability, but still had a lot of, confidence. of confidence. So like he looks he like a dude in the NBA. It's so, like once you lose your confidence, you might as well really stop playing. Um, and, and so like, or go to Europe apparently. And, <laughs> uh, Alexa, P- put like he does not lack for confidence yep. at all. Um, yep. so I'm not worried about him. That's a good point. Um, so here's yeah, the last he's one. He's this still is super bright. young. Yeah. 19. Nick
3: Nick mentioned on the uncontested Twitter, he is younger than Cade Cunningham. He is younger than Jalen Suggs. He's younger than Evan Mobley. Um, He's like, he would be one of the youngest guys in this upcoming draft. I
1: think I saw somewhere today, he'll, you know, obviously depending on who gets drafted, he will probably be like the sixth youngest player in the NBA next year.
3: That's wild. Yeah. He's got a lot of time to grow, man.
1: 100%.
5: All right, so our last one is from our new friend uh, from India, which is awesome. Really appreciate him um, coming into the chat, and I'm going to completely butcher this name, and I apologize in advance, even uh, if I wasn't bad at, at names in general. Um, so why are we letting Taylor a
3: announce J
5: that? a gay a, a guy Raul, Um, He asked Dort or Theibel. Dort, mm, Dort, hundred percent.
3: It's
4: not close, man. Dort also. Dort's got more handles and think- more confidence on the offensive end.
1: But can I Dort think, make
2: yeah. a vlog? Yeah, but that is. Oh,
3: dude, I would sign up for a Dort vlog.
4: <laughs> yeah,
2: how well versed is Dort in TikTok?
4: That's, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, yes. that's See, if, if I could have all of Dort's talent and ability and confidence inside of Tybalt's body, his in his mm. frame, mm-hmm. now we're that talking. would be ideal. But of course, I'm still gonna take Dort.
3: I don't know. I kind of like the idea of Dort being just short, and stocky. Yeah. <laughs> He's not really short. He's like six
6: hey,
5: for four. I think the real conversation that we're about to especially come the second part of the season and into the next coming seasons um, obviously not like maybe full all-around players but at least on the defensive end not Thiebel but Dort or Ben
4: Simmons. Isn't um, Thiebel like a couple years older than Lou, uh, Lou Dort yeah. too? Thiebel's a little mm-hmm. older. He is yep. a
1: little older. I think Thiebel's 24. Yeah,
4: yeah, I was about to say, Thiebel's You came out of Washington a little bit later than everybody
0: else. Yeah, he's been too. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data
5: years In Washington, yep. Hey, shout out to uh, all of you guys who not only sent in questions, but have been chat along uh, with us in the chat because we've got a "quote unquote" award from Restream. We've I received 100 award. messages today, which hey. is pretty awesome. We appreciate you guys uh, tuning in I and chatting and- So, again, just back to full circle, back to the beginning of the podcast. Be sure to tune into Locker Room because instead of just doing chats, we uh, actually can talk with you guys.
3: All right, guys, uh, you ready to take a trip around the association?
0: As always, of course, the economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy from big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed. Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts.
7: Like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. I don't even know where you sit, at. <laughs>
3: All right, I figure for around the association as we are approaching All Star weekend, we could talk a little bit about the All Stars. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's start off with the thing that everybody loves to talk about who got snubbed? Snubbed SGA. is also a great word. I love the word snubbed. You can, SGA. You can,
1: yeah. SGA. SGA. <laughs> Especially SGA. Especially his comments
3: right around this All Star selections. Um, I mentioned it in my post game the other night. Uh, past five games, shooting like. 67% from the field like 68% from 3, 31 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. He's been on another level.
1: Here's the thing, Homer had a side. Like I get it. The SGA is the Homer pick. 100%. Devin Booker got the Damian Lillard sympathy selection to the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. Like everyone yeah. loves Damian or everybody loves Devin Booker. Everybody wanted to see Devin Booker make the All-Star game. The numbers aren't there. The numbers are not there. If you look at numbers, it's SGA, hands no,
6: down.
3: He got that LeBron tweet.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's 100. Yeah, exactly. And, and the difference is the sons of the feel good story and nobody watches the Thunder because they're not on television for anyone, even if you live in Oklahoma.
4: <laughs> not even Thunder fans watch Thunder right. games. They exactly. watch the Mavs games instead, <laughs> like I did the other day.
3: Any other, uh, any other snubs you guys got?
4: There's quite a
5: few. I'm trying to... I didn't think of my head a I was, so I was
3: gonna, I was gonna make um DeMontis
2: Sabonis my snub until and now he's in. Yeah, he yeah, got him, <clears throat> Gordon Hayward's still not in, right? Correct. Yeah, that's stuff. He's having his best season since when he since he was in uh Utah. Hayward's sure. a good one. That's definitely a good one. That is a good one. Charlotte's been like way better than anyone thought. The Mello's yeah. like really good. That was wrong about him. I thought he was gonna suck. Yeah, yeah.
3: know. he's played really well. Um I don't know. Part of me wants to say Mike Conley. A little bit yeah. of a snub. I he's a that. he's he, had a really good season. Really good he's never team. been an all-star before, but I think that kind of played in. Like a lot of people didn't want to give him a sympathy vote because yeah. this is probably the last year he's got a chance mm-hmm. even at it. You know, so so I'm
5: scrolling through my tweets because uh, there was a couple of tweets that had the uh, the the list of some of the snubs in each conference, but I came across the Kendrick Perkins video. No, oh, man, <laughs> poor bitch. Perk.
1: Boozer, I was.
5: What
1: about Van Vleet?
6: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to <laughs> all the smoke. I was listening mm-hmm. to all
4: the smoke with Matt Barnes, Stephen Jackson, and they had Perkins on. And Perk, he uh, he said a lot of cuss words, by the way. That's basically every other word. but Perk talked about the first time he had ever been on camera and on television. And that how like to calm himself down, he had smoked some weed and he was <laughs> he was high on live on national television and like he looked really, really dumb. He said he was sweating and he said he couldn't smoke that loud before he went on TV anymore. But now he, he wanted to be a coach, but then he found it easier just to go on TV and say random things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's, that, that's a that, great that's, podcast.
1: That's the way to make some money, right? It's a there. great yep. podcast. Uh,
3: another snub, Bam at a bio.
4: What about Bradley Beal?
3: Bradley Beal made it. Bradley,
4: yeah, I mean, we'll, damn it, Kamyaar. <laughs> oh, <please. laughs> I'm not thinking about Bradley Beal. I'm thinking about uh, what's his face? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other one, yeah, that
5: one
3: guy. The other
4: one? The you one, guys, the other one. Bradley Beal too. <laughs> Bradley Beal. <the> <laughs> you know? All
5: right, so we got Demar Derozan. Uh, the, uh, he he's putting up some big stats and I, yeah. I get and why he
3: deserves it over to Rosen. Yeah, I agree. Agree. I agree. deserves it over Chris Paul, um, if you
2: ask me. Fox oh! I see Silva. That's
3: some, see
6: heat. The you, Silva.
1: That's it, some heat right there. Did guys get okay. the report that Jimmy Butler
3: turned it down because they didn't take Bam out of bio?
5: I didn't hear that. Didn't
3: hear yeah, that? they no, Jimmy
4: said Jimmy lower. Butler shot down an all-star. Good, he hadn't played all season anyways. Yeah, true. I was going to say,
5: it's kind of... Mm, it you
1: know, feels like a nice, convenient way to get out of biggest, going to the All-Star game man. and make it seem virtuous.
5: Yeah, <laughs> fair. fair. That's what I was wondering. Chris Middleton. He's having a hell of a... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris Middleton's also. I might be the big biggest snub on both sides.
3: He's really good. I know a lot of people but, bought a whole lot of Chris Middleton moments on Top Shot, hoping he was going to make the team. All-Star team, and yeah, those those point. values would spike.
5: And so, Trey uh, Young, Fred VanVleet... <laughs> Um here, Young should make it And uh, Tobias Harris, he has been playing pretty well, but I don't know if those yeah. are all yeah. right. I
4: was thinking about Tobias, but at the end of the day, do you guys even really care who makes the all-star game? It's no. it's a, it's a, let's a be honest. I
3: mean, Clay head, Thompson. Clay Shea Thompson,
4: Thompson was ahead of Shea, and he he's yeah. he's broken. In the fan He though, hasn't yeah.
3: played in two years. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's move on. At halftime during the all-star game, they're gonna have a dunk contest. Mm-hmm. Uh so far, the players that we know will be a part of it. Anthony Simons. From the Portland Trailblazers, Cassius Winston from the Indiana Pacers, Obi Toppin from the New York Knicks. Do You guys like those three names?
5: I like Obi. No, a about it. no. <laughs> I don't want like Obi. Nobody's to want to tune in. Like nobody really cares. Yeah, this is the problem?
1: This is the problem with the dunk contest in recent years. Like all no those guys can, can dunk, hundred percent mm-hmm. they can dunk. But the dunk contest needs star Super power.
4: stores. was the last the time? When was the last time we saw exactly. that happen? Yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh,
3: if you guys could choose four dunkers this year for the dunk contest, who would your selections be?
4: One of them's Jaw. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Jaw's in. Jaw for sure. One of them's
4: Zion. Zion's a I want to see his fat body get off the ground. I don't ground think I, do cool. I want to
2: see The guy goes Zion. He's more of a power. I, mean, I, like a power I, see
4: I I like Jaws, Zion, and homie Zion yep. could get hit. Like I bet he could get as high as like his head at the top of the backboard. But, like he, he's not, bringing a lot enough. Enough. He's, he's of. He's he's bringing a lot of weight, but it's like he's cool a to lot. Watch of a fat guy dunk a basketball. Yeah, that's like watching
3: those really redneck guys that get out there on the trampolines whenever they call the fans down. Except that he doesn't the trampoline.
1: My gosh! Like do I, I don't know. Do I, 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 he didn't seem like he'd have the long. the acrobatics oh, really package.
3: Good. Yeah, you know
1: he's not going to be throwing down the Aaron Gordon Zach Levine style dunks. He's just going to like I'm going to jump really high from the left side. I'm yeah. going to jump
2: really high
4: from the right Aaron side. Aaron Gordon is it's still really I'm mad gonna jump about about losing the dunk fall. contest. By the way, <laughs> yeah. he
2: wrote a song about it. I think. Yeah, he's yeah wrote he wrote a song out. about it. Shout out Aaron Gordon.
3: Okay, Justin. So so if you don't want Zion, who do you want in?
2: Mm, I like jaw I like jaw
1: as a pick uh, I do like homie bring bring the champ back let mm-hmm. him let him have another crack at it um. Man, that's a great question.
4: I'd like to see them uh, shoot some injections into Russ's knees and let him have a go at it like he was twenty six <laughs> again.
5: <Couple laughs> I know, I, I us, go. Go.
4: Don't worry about the scarring inside <laughs> those things, buddy. Just shoot him up Boston. and let him go. Also,
5: he's playing great. I'm really excited about the he's Wizards. Playing great, been
3: fun. Yeah. Yeah. But He fun. Should have won today a, too against Boston. Yeah. yeah, but okay, just Michigan say say? Ant. Yes, let's get Ant in. Oh my gosh! Yes, like
1: that dunk alone is that's his resume man.
2: I agree.
3: What about Agreed. his counting stats? Oh. Did you okay. see his warp in that game? It wasn't very good.
2: <laughs> Nate Duncan's career has been heading to that moment. <laughs> so <laughs> forever.
3: I don't say this. I'm not even gonna never mind. I was gonna say something. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it.
4: Or were you gonna say it? Now I'm curious. I'm not gonna say it. What is it? Just
3: <laughs> really lame by Nate I Like Duncan.
1: the Aaron Fox. The Aaron Fox is a good pick.
3: That'd, That'd be, be interesting. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um yeah, I like how we said a lot of young guys. Isaiah Robbie, obviously,
5: rakes. after that monster dunk he had. That's okay, who well, Ant is. Yeah, Edward. Yeah.
3: Before we move on uh, and, and wrap this thing up, we talked about dunk contests. Who are your picks for three-point contest? Joe Harris. He's shooting
5: Joe like
2: 50 percent
3: from three. In basketball. It's,
2: it's pretty unreal. ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely well, unreal. unreal. He is the Duncan Robinson of this year. I feel like I haven't heard as much about Duncan Robinson, but this year it's like everything Joe Harris, Joe Harris, Joe Harris. Yeah, you gotta get Joe Harris. I want to see Dame in there.
5: Yeah, Dame's fun.
3: Um, get, get, get some star power. Get Dame in there. I, some- I really think
5: Muscala would be a blast, especially at how he's played this season. I th- I think he deserves it. I think it'd be fun to watch Muscala in there. I would like that.
3: Yeah. Anybody else?
5: I mean, you have Steph healthy again, so maybe you know, up there And does maybe it? Steph, uh, Brad Beal too. Brad get Beal. Beal. Get,
3: mm. Yeah, I think Justin just said it. Get Seth That's in him. there too. Get Steph and Seth.
4: Get the brothers. Oh, Steph. That's a yep. Seth is good. Yep. So that's a good one. I like that. And Joel Embiid for some reason. <laughs> Can
1: we get Ben Simmons in the three-point contest just cuz? <laughs> ben Simmons. Okay, so somebody floated this idea. I've heard I've heard this mentioned in reference to the Olympics, but I would like to see it with NBA All-Star competitions as well. Every sporting event needs one just like random average person for context. <laughs> because I when everybody that. competing is that. amazing like control.
6: it's yeah. hard yeah. to
1: like get a reference point of like how amazing <laughs> it is so in the 3 point contest we just need like homeboy from the LA fitness in Atlanta who's like there every weekend for his pickup run like get him out there and see how like he does with yeah. his money it's kind of like make
4: make like, like watching a game like and Breed or something yeah <laughs> it's kind of like watching a game with like me and jake or something like that when somebody does something that's totally dumb and we're just like pff, Guy freaking sucks, exactly. But in reality, like they're like six foot eight monsters with really long arms. We
1: are in the skills competition trying to dribble through those cones, go get
4: get Jake's (laughs) dad Rob in this thing, and then we're having a good time. Yes, we watch these games, we're like, man, that guy sucks. And then we go down to the local
3: gym and watch some guy that played two years of high school basketball, and we're like, Mm -hmm. holy shit, he's the best player
2: I've ever seen in my life. He's got (laughs) hops.
3: You know, just just the contrast, yeah. yeah. It is.
2: This this was a lesson about how you get a fan excited about Davis Bertans.
1: There yeah. you go. Yeah, Davis would be a good Davis, one. Davis, yes. maybe.
2: Hey, look at Davis over there, hitting ten in a row, and then it just pans to me, and I've missed six in a row from the corner. Like, at least he's you get trying, it. though. And then you get it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Davis Bertans played on a team in the South, so just fans would just call him Davis. Davis Bertans. Davis, <laughs> Davis Bertans. <laughs> and i wish I we could that. get somebody playing on a team up north where they try to pronounce it real fancy like like davis Bertons. davis burtons
2: <laughs> is who takes your order when you go to grand <laughs> <laughs> all right on that
3: note we're getting out of here hey thank you guys so much for checking out the podcast we appreciate you if you missed the beginning of it our new uh game pods They're still going to be in your feed like normal, but we're recording them live on the Locker Room app. So make sure you go sign up. If you do, join the OKC Thunder room or group. I think they're called groups. And join the NBA group. Send us a screenshot on Twitter. We're going to enter you in a chance to win a Dortal Combat shirt. They're freaking awesome. You're going to love it. Thank you guys who are on the stream tonight. We appreciate you guys so much for jumping in, hanging out with us, asking all those awesome questions. If you're listening to the podcast version, thank you as well. Please go drop a five-star rating while you're at it. That would mean a ton to us. We will see you guys Wednesday on Locker Room. Also, thank you to Jacob Silva hopping on the pod tonight. Jacob, it's always good to have you here.
2: Sure, guys. ton of fun. ton of fun.
3: So we will be back with you guys Wednesday on the Locker Room app and then Thursday morning in your podcast feeds after the Oklahoma City Thunder take on Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks, or as Michael Cage would say, Luka Doncic. I think Taylor Peterson probably says it that way too.
5: Wait, it's Doncic?
6: (laughs) You (laughs) guys have a great
3: beginning of your week. We'll talk to you soon. And as always,
7: Thunder up. Aarons makes getting the furniture, electronics, and appliances you need easy and affordable. Great deals? Easy approvals? Free delivery? That's Aarons, the rent-to-own power of the AA team. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com
6: prenatal.